0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our latest Norton Rose Fulbright Regulation Tomorrow Plus podcast. My name is Simon Lovegrove, Global Director of Financial Services Knowledge here at Norton Rose Fulbright. And this podcast is the second of three podcasts in our EMEA Touchpoint podcast series, where colleagues will provide their insights on what 2024 holds from a regulatory perspective. In this podcast, colleagues will cover the UAE, and for this, I'm delighted to be joined by Matthew Shanahan and Hassan Ali Peerby from our Dubai office. Matthew, perhaps we could start with you. Thank you, Simon. Okay, so we are going. This is going to be a short podcast. We're going to talk um, fairly briefly about what 2024 will look like from a financial services regulatory perspective in the UAE. So we'll talk about some key themes that could impact financial services firms in 2024 in the UAE. And I think we'll each uh, try to make one prediction for the year and we'll see if it turns out to be correct or not. Um, So just to to start with a general comment um, for those who aren't aware um, about the UAE financial services regulatory landscape. It's pretty complex. Um, We've got five regulators two in the common law jurisdictions, known as the financial free zones. And we've got two regulators uh, at a federal level, central bank and the securities regulator. And we've got a, a relatively new regulator, the Virtual Assets Regulatory Authority, or VAR as we call it in Dubai, which exclusively regulates crypto assets. But um, for the purpose of this podcast, we will split it into two parts, crypto and TradFi. And I will hand it over to um, the the younger, smarter Hassan Ali to uh, to talk a bit about crypto. So, Has what what's in store for 2024 on the crypto side?
1: Thank you, Matt. Um, so, in the crypto side, if we start over in Dubai, as far as crypto is concerned in Dubai, we have two regulators. The uh, DFSA, Dubai Financial Services Authority, which regulates the DIFC Financial Free Zone, that's the Dubai International Financial Center, and then the VARA, the Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority, which regulates everything outside um, the DIFC, but sticking to the Emirate of Dubai. Let's start with VARA first. Now, VARA is, um, as far as the regulators are, Perhaps the most liberal in terms of the range of activities it permits and the virtual assets or cryptos that you may carry out activities with. Um, Their regulations came out in February 2023. And most of the focus this year for VARA has been on licensing. Currently, none of the big household exchange names have been fully licensed. What I expect come 2024 is that we're going to start seeing VARA issue full licenses to these big names. And we'll therefore we'll start to see VARA shift focus from being a licensing authority and start being a supervisory authority. So a focus shift as far as VARA is concerned for 2024.
0: Sorry to interrupt, Haz. What about um, enforcement action?
1: Good question, Matt. So, enforcement. VARA has been um, somewhat active on the enforcement front. They have taken a couple of enforcement actions over 2023. And in fact, a couple of weeks back, VARA sent out a uh, notice to the market telling any unlicensed uh, virtual asset service providers to come and get registered with VARA or face the consequences. So, I suspect VARA will stick to its word and take enforcement action against um, anyone breaching its perimeter. And of course, as it starts work as a supervisor, enforcement will come uh, with that role too. Uh, If we now turn to the uh, DIFC, the DFSA is on the other end of that spectrum in that they are the most restrictive regime in terms of uh, what they permit and the number of tokens that you can uh, carry out activities with. I think to date it is only five virtual assets that they recognize. Um, The DFSA regime has not had much traction and uh, our suspicion is that the DFSA um, is more catered or more focused on attracting the infrastructure players as far as the virtual asset or blockchain industry goes. Um, However, the DFSA have published and said what they focused will be on for the next year, and they said that their next set of proposals will focus on custody, financial crime, uh, staking, and fund management. So over 2024, we're going to see the DFSA come out with new rules, new proposals, focusing on these items, and I think perhaps one of the most exciting ones will be to see how they tackle uh, staking. Um, in 2024. And uh, we quickly run over to Abu Dhabi, where there's the Abu Dhabi global market, another free zone. And the regulator there is the Financial Services Regulatory Authority. Now, they sit in the middle of um, that spectrum I mentioned. They're not the most liberal, but they're also not the most restrictive. They're squarely in the middle. And the FSRA was uh, one of the first regulators, one of the first regulators in the UAE to come out with rules for virtual assets. Um, and that regime is actually pretty developed with uh, a number of players already licensed. I suspect that 2024, as far as the FSRA is concerned, will be a focus, uh, a continuous focus on, on uh, benchmarking their current regulations against uh, jurisdictions that they perceive as their peers, as well as international standards as and when these come out as far as uh, crypto is concerned. And that's the uh, quick crypto overview for 2024.
0: Thanks, Hans, that's really really helpful. So I will therefore focus on what's on the cards in the tradfi space or traditional finance. So um, I'll start with AML. I think this will continue to be a key priority in the UAE for the regulators in 2024. Um, particularly as the country pushes to be removed from the Financial Action Task Force grayness. So expect continued supervisory and enforcement action from the regulators in relation to money laundering concerns. I can't see that going away any soon. Um, the, the next area, which I think will be um, uh, you know, a focus for the regulators in 2024, particularly given that the UAE is hosting uh, COP28, is in relation to um, ESG issues. And we expect to see the regulators start implementing their commitments on environmental issues as they seek to uh, green the financial system in UAE. Um, and for example, in the, the DIFC, the regulator of the DFCA is expected to introduce uh, detailed standards in, in respect of um, ESG and so um, look for changes in, in respect of corporate governance. Uh, disclosure, reporting, taxonomy, and sustainable finance. The next theme that I think will be important in 2024 um, is that the we, we expect the regulators to focus in on on client asset protections, and this is across the board, and and that that includes in the crypto space where custody is often a, a challenge. Um, So, and and one good example of that is the DFSA is expected to consult on changes to its regime for the protection of client assets in 2024. So whenever that does happen, there's generally a a, a renewed uh, supervisory focus on that space. And um, and a theme that that we're seeing coming over the horizon uh, in in relation to the work we're involved in is, uh, is resourcing. So I think the question that regulators will be asking in 2024 uh, is: Is your firm appropriately resourced given the nature, scale, and risk of your of your activities, particularly on the compliance side? So this is one to watch because we think that um, that you know the firms, particularly those that have sort of had a, a light touch approach to their business in the UAE, will need to start thinking about whether they're right sized. And as I say, especially in the compliance space. Um, now, 2024 is likely to also see the, lo- the, the regulators, all the regulators, focus in very much on resilience. And, and, and the, the area of resilience that we're looking very closely at is in respect of cybersecurity risks. So this is one area where firms, if they're not already thinking about it, need to be thinking you know, fairly urgently about whether they're they are appropriately managing those risks. And, and for example, in the DIFC, um, firms need to have their detailed cyber risk policies in place in January the 1st. So if you haven't started, I, I suggest you, uh, you make a start um, right now. And then finally, um, the last sort of thing we're seeing coming over the horizon um, is that Conduct risk will, 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 I think, continue to be a, a key focus for the UA regulators in 2024, particularly in the DIFC and the ADGM, where we expect to see um, a continued increase in supervisory and enforcement action in respect of, sort of general misconduct issues. And, and this is going to be increasingly important for individuals, particularly those in, in sort of senior management positions, because the regulators are going to start you know, to to at least give the impression that that, that accountability is an important uh, issue for them. So that's the sort of key issues from a financial regulatory uh, perspective that we, we see coming in 2024. But before we bring the podcast to a close, we, I think we'll both make some predictions for 2024. I'll let you go first. What's your prediction for 2024 in terms of financial services regulation in the UAE?
1: So- I want to predict big. I think 2024 is the year we're going to start to see the concept of central bank digital currencies take hold. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think the UAE central bank will come out with a central bank digital currency. It won't be ready for public use, but there'll be some form of it announced in 2024. That's what I'm going with.
0: Yeah, that's a big call. Let's see if that one... Turns out to be true. Um, I'm gonna cheat a bit. Um, and I'm gonna go with what I hope is an easy win and say that um, I think in 2024, UAE will be removed from the FATF list, probably around um, February time. So that's my prediction. Okay, um, interesting predictions. Um, I think Matt, you've certainly gone for the safer Uh, But thank you so much for providing your thoughts and comments on what 2024 holds uh, for Dubai. That concludes the Dubai section of the podcast.